you watch that? Who let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Podcast, 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 podcast. Mamma mia! It's a me, Andy. Hey, you know who it is? It's a me. It's a me, your boy, Andy Diaz. I'm here with my laughing friend and my other boy, who is your boy. It's a him. It's Gabriel Martinez. And together we do a podcast called Who, who Let, Let You Watch, watch That? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a opening, you guys. It's it's going to be that kind of an episode, it's everybody. Be, and it's, man, if you have read what this episode is, you're like, what the what kind of intro is that, you guys? Yeah. Well, it's an homage to the Dude. people that created this. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm part Italian, you know? So this this is all right. I married one, so it's totally fine. <laughs> We're all right, you guys. <laughs> uh, I don't think we have any listeners in Italy yet, right? No. We have... They- this is where we get them, dude. This is where we get them. They're going to be like, ah, you speak my language. <laughs> Pasta sauce. <laughs> meat balsa. Yeah. And let's get down to the meat of it, you guys. We are here today to talk about a very meaty, juicy movie. Yes. Oh. That is a rough movie. Guys. This movie's rough. This is, this is up there, you guys, with... A level of roughness. Roughness? Roughness, yeah. Necessary yeah, rough, roughness. Yeah, necessary. This is a level of unnecessary roughness, you guys. Let's talk about a rough-ass movie, you guys. <laughs> There's nothing like it, you guys. I'm ready to do it. I'm here with my buddy Gabe, your buddy Gabe, and we're going to talk about this tonight, you guys. We are ready. But before we do that, Gabe, are we visiting anybody <laughs> in the nether realm tonight in our new business section? <laughs> Well, Andy, if you're referring to the impromptu seance that we had for Mr. Gene Wilder last week, uh, no, I, 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 well, I don't have anything planned, but uh, I, yeah, not, not, not right now. Okay. I was so heartbroken when he didn't show up. <laughs> you couldn't put, you couldn't put yourself through it again. I just can't. It was so emotionally taxing. If you all remember the the previous episode, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. Our episode for the movie... Uh, uh, the Hellraisers. Hellraiser. That's it. That's it. I already forgot <laughs> which one it was. But uh, yeah, it was... The beginning starts off with something... I mean, I, I put a lot of of effort into that. You can still smell the essences in here. You know, the... Oh, yeah. It's 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 nice, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Man. It's called patchouli. I was going to say, is that patchouli, actually? It's patchouli, yeah. You've been yeah. smoking weed in here? No. Oh. I've just been lighting lots of incense. I smoke weed outside. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's dank, dude. Oh, I, I'm all about ganjo, dude. Dude. <laughs> 420 blazing. Always. Always. Dube cannons. Fire. <laughs> Launch weed. So, what? there we go. <laughs> so, no, um... I don't have any Ouija or seance mysticism-related uh, new business. I really don't. Um, in fact, I don't have any new business this week, my man. Dang, dude. Dang. Well, thankfully for us, I brought the Ouija. No. <laughs> <laughs> I figure let's try to get Pinhead back in here. Pinhead, you can go eat it. 
Uh, no, I don't have any new business either. Okay. Um, Olivia's been very quiet these last couple of weeks. I think she finally heard us. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I need to get a low profile going right now. Oh, yeah. Her I'm, people definitely do Google alerts. And yeah. they're like, who are these guys that are constantly talking about our artists? And they listen to it and they're like, oh, we yeah. found out. And it, it was one of those things where I heard rumblings that she was going to do this song um, called the, the, spooky, the Spooky Bash. And it was... It was, oh. it was like, hey, we're all doing the spooky bash. And it was it was the monster mash, you guys. That's that's Oh, okay. And it was I didn't know where you were going with that. It, she was ripping it off and they immediately <laughs> shut it down. Her team shut it down. She had a TikTok that was out. It was barely up there. Oh. Had like six views. Oh, I was man. one of them because I follow her. Yeah, you follow Got her. Got the alert. Pretty religiously, yeah. <laughs> looked it up. And I was like, whoa. And then it was immediately gone. Yeah, you're like, this is just the monster mash, but <laughs> yeah. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! You suck, Olivia Rodrigo. Fuck you, Olivia (laughs) Rodrigo. (laughs) Yeah, I finally got you to fully say that. (laughs) Guys, today we are jumping on a boat. Oh, wait a minute. Before we jump into anything, we need to ask our buddy Gabe, because he is bringing to us a movie where we will be jumping on a boat and jumping in an airplane and going way someplace. We need to ask him about this movie before we do any of that traveling. Gabe, can you descri- can you describe this movie in five words or less? Oh, uh, Andy, I I don't think this movie can be described. So I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try my best, but I just I don't think this is gonna be one of my finer moments. Um, also, again, I did not prepare in the slightest. <laughs> This is the always. first time where you looked up and you're like, oh, yeah. Always news to me that I have to do this. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a thing. I just, in my head, I never think like any of these episodes are mine. It's always like, oh, yeah, Andy's bringing this one to the table. Man, Andy, I can't wait to hear how you stumbled upon this fucking movie. Oh, yeah, I know how he did, but we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> All right, I, I'm, I'm going to go for this one. Okay, let's see. Five words. Five words or less. Okay, here we go. Camera, crew, gets indigenously fucked. (laughs) (laughs) He did it, you guys. He did it. Yeah. Guys, did you get it from that? Because you better, because we are talking about Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, yeah, (laughs) baby. You had to trot that voice out. This is a movie that requires... A death metal voice that requires something gnarly. You you have a, a prerequisite before seeing this movie is listening to all of Cannibal Corpse's yes. discography. And uh, oh my gosh, like this is this movie is awful. It will this, make you feel so bad. This movie is awful for many reasons. Yeah. And man, fuck. <laughs> that's that's oh my gosh this movie man let's let's get into the background of this movie you guys we're talking about the 1980 movie cannibal holocaust you guys um you did that so i got a log line for us okay during a rescue mission into an amazon rainforest a professor stumbles across lost film shot by a missing documentary crew you guys Directed by the <laughs> Ruggiero Diodato. Dude, you did it. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, we're 
It's established we're professionals and we're Italian <laughs> yeah. by proxy, so it's all good. Dude, written by both uh, Diodato and Gianfranco Serici. Did I get that? I think it's it's Clerici because it has it. the L. But but <laughs> se- if it, if there's no L, it'd be Serici for yeah, sure. I, maybe I did it right. But you yeah. you hit it on the head, Gianfranco. Gianfranco. Yeah. So written by uh, those two dudes, <laughs> those directed two dudes. by Ruggiero Diodato, um, who. <laughs> Who is so beloved of Eli Roth yes. that I mean, this dude even I think he co-directed or directed segments of like Hostel Two or yeah. something like that. Um, and you know, Eli Roth redid this whole movie and called it the Green Inferno. Yeah, you know, essentially. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this movie is gnarly. One of the first, if not the first, like found footage. Found yeah, and it, c- s- created this genre. I mean, essentially. I yeah. mean, I. Maybe we're wrong, and there's another one. And but I mean, as far as I know, this was the first sort of one, you know. And yeah, so much that there's a controversy around the found footage stuff in the movie, you know. And absolutely, man this this movie was a masterclass in marketing. Absolutely, like, yeah. You, you take a movie made for no money by a a, a bunch of first time filmmakers, and just the marketing aspect of it, the fact that like this was sold as Oh, this is real. Yeah. Like the footage you're seeing is real. Like these people are gone. Like these people are dead and the, you're actually seeing what happened. And it, it super underground movie. Yeah. Super gnarly movie, but has a massive cult following. And in fact, the the version of this movie that I got is a mm. is a bootleg yeah. because you could not find this movie. There, there were a few VHS copies when I got this movie, um, and I found this special edition DVD that was released in England. And damn, uh, dude, yeah, and gnarly. With uh, I mean, the movie is gnarly. It's the complete uncut uh, and has a bunch of other special features, which. I watched some of them once, and I was like, "I don't need more of this movie. It's yeah. just it's occupying too much space in my brain. I need to get it out of my body. I can't do this." So I'm very thankful that we got to do the rewatch. Yeah. Oh my you know. gosh, man. Um, starring. I was gonna say, it's it's starring a bunch of people we're gonna get into, and I usually like to go through and go like, "This person was in that, and this person was in this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adding to the mystique of is this real or not? It, it's, all of the actors must have even signed agreements that they would not act in anything else ever again. Ever again, you guys. And it's, I mean, we got people like Robert Kerman as uh, Professor Harold May- uh, Monroe, um, who's fantastic in the movie. He's the, <laughs> I guess he's the 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 main character. You know, he's the guy who's gonna kind of lead us through the, all the found footage of everything yeah. and lead us on the adventure of. This nuts bullshit we're about to jump into. Yeah, yeah. He's he's absolutely the through line. He we go on the adventure with him initially. You know to to find these the camera crew yeah. to find the the documentarians, and then uh, when we discover they've been murdered, or you know uh, just in the most of horrific ways, uh, <laughs> then we we follow him back to New York where he's talking to the people that actually own the footage and yeah. funded the expedition basically, and he's. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? You can't show this. Like, this is gnarly. That should have been the tip-off yeah. that this wasn't real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, people watching this should have seen that whole storyline and said, wait, wait a, minute. a minute. Yeah, <laughs> because that's that's what I thought. It was one of those things where I was just like, wait a minute, why? You know, yeah. trying to 
put, put it back together, trying to put myself in a place where, hey, maybe if I saw this in the 1980s, why would I think this is real? Like, right. Yeah, exactly. There's a movie around this footage. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. But yeah. good good on you, Diodato. Yeah. You got it, Mr. Diodato. You, you did got it. it. Yeah. Um, also, uh, you know, you mentioned Robert Kerman. We need to mention uh, the fabulous Francesca Ciardi. Uh, who plays Faye. Yeah, part of the, uh, the the original crew, the original documentary crew. Absolutely. Gets yeah. down there and <laughs> shit goes down with her. Yeah, we, we mentioned Robert because, you know, he's not just the through line, but he also bravely shows his dick. Oh, yeah. Uh, for some reason. <laughs> and gets a, a little uh, native lady just pulling on his dick for a second for some reason. For some fucking reason. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Faye... Just is full bush at least like eight times in this movie. It's it's kind of how um, in <laughs> Texas Chainsaw, it was all about her butt. This movie is mostly about her bush. Yeah, this movie should be called Faze Bush. Faze Bush, <laughs> yeah. the real Green Inferno. <laughs> yeah, the absolute Green Inferno. <laughs> uh, yeah, Faye. And just nobody... It's weird because... They all do, in my opinion, a pretty shitty job acting th- for like the normal stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe they're fabulous because you you hate them and you're annoyed oh, yeah. by them, and it's like, well, maybe they were all trying to be just that way, and you know, hey, they succeeded. And then when they're all dispatched in horrific, unspeakable <laughs> yeah. ways, which we will discuss, um, you believe it. Yes. So maybe they're great actors. <laughs> And they were they were like we're so good one and done yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the academy didn't recognize our our feats for this film and, and we've been snubbed, then there's no reason to do another yeah. one. I'm yeah. not gonna make a movie about me being a a pianist. Yeah, and exactly. Then, yeah, I'm a Birdman. No, I'm not gonna make that bullshit. <laughs> I'll let Michael Keaton do that. I already made the the pinnacle of cinema. I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be on a on a boat. Titanic, you don't know anything about survival. Try being in the jungle. Yeah. Where I didn't survive. <laughs> yeah, where I didn't make it. It's clearly documented. I mean, we got all the other people there. There's uh Perry Winkle. P- Perry P- Perry Winkle as Jack Anders. Perry uh, Percannon. Percannon. We have uh Luca Barba 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 Barber Barbarino. Yeah, Luca Barbarino. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Luca. Mark as one of the other crew members, Marka Tommaso, and Carl Gabriel York, who is the assholest of all of them. Alan. Uh, oh, Alan, the Alan worst Ye- human being on earth. Alan Yates, the most piece of shit human being I have ever seen committed to to film. Yeah, absolutely. He's just like human piece of trash. Yeah, even at one point the the gal that's the spokesperson for the company that funded them like the 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 like the bdc instead yeah. of bbc uh she's like whoa yeah get <laughs> get ready like alan just knows how to fire everybody up <laughs> and it's like alan's a piece of shit murderer <laughs> yeah he, he's a rapist and a murderer <laughs> yeah exactly oh yeah i forgot the rape part. yeah <laughs> how could i i did <laughs> I rewatched this just the other day. Because you're blocking it out. Dude. I am. You it's, are blocking it the fuck out. This is the out. definition of trauma. Yeah, this, <laughs> this movie. movie is absolutely traumatic start to finish. Yes, yes it is. Yes it is, my friend. <laughs> it's I awful. mean, there's a bunch of other people in there that I didn't write down. Um, the the uh, the dude that is uh, the, the Professor Monroe's uh, guide. 
when he's taking him through. That dude is badass, and he, he's. I wish he was in the movie longer because yeah. that dude is just ratted, firing shots off at the hip, and but he comes into the jungle with a little bit of some respect, and like these are the people here, and let's try to do it their way and everything like that. Um, and then the rest of the crew just sucks my butt. <laughs> I meant, I meant they the, really I, do. I meant the crew that's there, the the four that yeah are gonna go get cannibal holocausted. Yeah, the ones that get cannibal holocausted. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> those are the ones. Um, Gabe, unless you have any of the other people that you want to talk about, no, I, I absolutely th- do not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that we are we are ready to jump into this. Gabe, you have brought this movie to our attention tonight for some ungodly reason <laughs> it's absolutely ungodly andy he no has, it, it he has nothing to do with this it, it, it it's it's the definition of our podcast we are reliving the trauma of youth through movies something about this you brought it you saw this movie you were traumatized gabe who let you watch that let's hear it my friend okay buddy so to to the immediate relief of everyone, I have to say I was not a little kid when I saw this movie. I was a teenager. Round of applause, you guys. Yeah. We are all <laughs> right. Well, I was Sigh of relief. Years, I was six years old. Yeah, exactly. Mom sat me down and said, honey, no. So, And it was not my parents who let me watch this. Um, <laughs> Good. So, yeah, I've, I, I've got a story. So we're going we're gonna to go back in time to when your, your best friend, Gabe Martinez, was 14 years old. Still and too young. Still, still too young. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say actually I was trying to do the math and I was between fourteen and fifteen. So maybe I was fifteen. Also, still too young. There we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> still too young. Um, nearly forty. Still too young. Still to too young. This. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did not serve. I'm not brave enough to have served in any wars. I feel like that's a prerequisite to be able yes. to handle this movie. Absolutely. Because, there you go. Shit. Uh, so. Uh, I'm like 14, 15 at the max, and I am with some friends, uh, my high school pals, and we are so excited because we're going to a concert, and we are going early to go see two of our favorite bands playing together, and those bands are Guar, which I recommended on the last episode. Uh, they're a big part of who I am, and I love them. I still love them, and when I was... 14 all the way until probably 25. It's the only band I've respected. <laughs> like, I listened to so many bands and I love them all, but Guar was the greatest ever. Uh, because I respected them on, on a musical and an artistic, like uh, theatrical level so much. They're just incredible. Um, also, Dave Brocky, the founder, is just very important to me. He's a great guy. He's the reason why I uh, am as screwed up as I am <laughs> with my sense of humor. Um, and Guar was playing though with the Misfits. Oh shit! Yeah, and this is this wasn't Glenn Danzig Misfits. You know that that oh, happened recently. Then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Danzig wasn't in the band, but it yeah. was Jerry only and, and Doyle. Um, and uh, you know they were they were playing. They th- it was when they had just uh, started to release new music with Michael Graves as their mm-hmm. singer, and uh, it's real inside baseball if you're not a Misfits fan, but. Um, <laughs> But they were playing at the Avalon Theater, which I don't think even exists anymore. I don't think. I think it's. I was gonna ask you. I'm like, do you remember? Yeah. remember where you saw him? Yeah, it was actually it was the Palace, so it's even earlier. Yeah. than <laughs> before it was called the Avalon. So this was. I mean, this is now. This is mid '90s, early '90s, um, and uh, we all went. It was a Saturday show, so Saturday shows were the greatest thing ever when you were a teenager because it meant 
or at least in in my world, it meant we can go hang out all day. So we all like got up, grabbed lunch, and said, "Let's go, and maybe we can like meet everybody." And we did. Hell we, yeah! We were there so early that. Like there was no pomp and circumstance. None of the misfit guys had their makeup or any of that shit on. Everybody was literally their buses were out. The parking lot, like they didn't even have the paid attendant in it yet. So we got to just park and then walk right up. And we saw immediately, and we were such huge fans. We knew all the Guar people out of costume, and of course we knew the misfits guys. And we saw them and we're like, holy shit! And we are, you know, a bunch of fourteen to sixteen year olds that are just so excited. And we have our white shirts on because the whole deal is, you know, Guar kills, mm-hmm. you know, pretend people on stage and they shoot blood and jizz and pee and all over the place. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, actually, especially when you're a kid. It's like the greatest thing ever. But uh, so we have our <laughs> white shirts that we've decorated with marker in these like crazy battle scenes and wild stuff and everything. And we run up and we all have disposable cameras and we're like, can we get a picture? And this was our second time meeting the people from Guar and our first time meeting the guys from Misfits. And or maybe our third time meeting the Guar guys. But anyway, they were the coolest people on earth. And they were like, these are our most diehard fans, these like 14-year-old kids. Like, and they were so cool. They That's posed, rad. They That's... posed for pictures with us. They hung out with us. And then when when all was said and done and we had like they had they had taken pictures, they'd signed our records, they'd you know, signed our shirts. They'd done all this cool shit, including the Misfits guys. They then were like, yeah, hang out, guys. Like, it wasn't like, okay, now you guys go fuck off because we have to do some stuff. Yeah. No, they were like, hang, hang out. Do whatever you like. Like, it's all good. It's all cool. No joke. Uh, 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 Jerry Only from the Misfits, the bass player, freaking pulls out his bench and his weights, and he starts doing bench presses. <laughs> <laughs> They're, and they're all like about to start working out. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go on stage in a few hours. Like, we're gonna start working out. We need to get a pump in real yeah, quick." Yeah, exactly. And they're literally they're doing that. They're lifting weights. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's how come you're like in your fifties and you're still ripped as shit. You literally lift weights like right before you go. It's it's wild. It's crazy." So they're doing all this. We've sort of checked off our list, like everyone in the bands that we you know that we really wanted to see, uh, except for two guys from Guar. And uh, that would be the the guitar player, the, the the one of the founding guys, or he's not found, but he, he came on a little bit later. But he's essentially one of the founding guys, Mike Dirks, Michael Dirks, uh, who plays Ballsack, the jaw, yeah. Jaws of Death, which is his great name. Um, so Mike Dirks uh, was on our list, and I had to meet him. And then Casey Orr, Casey Orr was their bass player at the time. Uh, Casey Orr was their bass player for a very long time. Um, I believe he's back now in the band again, um, and. Uh, yeah, so it was super awesome that like we had to meet those guys. And those dudes were in L.A. finding records and cool shit, just like what one does when they aren't from L.A. and yeah. they come to L.A. So we were just kind of hanging out, and then all of a sudden, Mike Dirks walks up, and Casey Orr's with him, and they just kind of they walk up. And these guys, again, Guar, they're, they're space aliens, so they wear costumes. So... To recognize them outside of that stuff means you're a, an insane hardcore fan. Because most fans, Andy, go ahead. It, especially back then. I mean, this yes. is, this is before the internet and stuff. Yes. Like, if you want to see, and I don't even know if kids are even into them now. Slipknot. Oh, what do the guys in Slipknot look at, like out of their mask? Type it in. Boom, you're gonna find Corey Taylor right there. Yeah, easy to find. Yeah. How in the 
fuck were you finding them back then? Like, <laughs> were you hanging out outside their houses and shit? Like, what do you, what? No, man, none, none of us had ever even been to Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Um, no, no. Um, it was. Why do you guys are <laughs> Because that's part of like yeah. the the that's the, yeah. yeah none of none of us have even been to fourteen twenty three <laughs> Cherry Lane in Richmond Virginia, you know by the old bottling plant. Um, no, uh, honestly, I think we we learned what they looked like from the movies. Okay, so Guar Guar, especially mm. back then, they had these VHS tapes that were like super underground. You could literally like Guar had a catalog because they had so much merch and crazy yeah. stuff. You could order these movies and i think when i was 13 i ordered like two or three of their vhs tapes and their vhs they're they're like movies you know it's they they have some live stuff and then they like perform these sort of vignettes and there's all these like weird stuff they made a couple of like full-on movies like phallus and wonderland is one of them and it's which is hilarious and great (laughs) phallus and wonderland come on but um they they played all the other characters in their yeah. movies. So there were these little things to tip you off, like, oh, that's that guy. And, you know, Guar has the best album artwork ever, and they have a million, you know, liner notes and, and crazy stories and all that stuff. So you would piece it together and be like, man, I'm seeing, like, Dave Brocky on all these things, and I'm seeing Hunter Jackson. Well, Hunter Jackson's easy because he plays Techno Destructo, and he doesn't have a mask, so that's just the dude, and yeah. that's fine. And Hunter and Dave were really good friends, and and Dave's odorous. Anyway, I'm getting real inside. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> you had to be like a crazy fanboy to put this shit together. So I think Guar. Uh, actually, I know because they told us this after hanging out with them for so many years. Like the, they they loved that we knew who they were. Yeah. Like, it was this kind of cool thing, you know? Like, I don't think they were ever rock stars. When they would get off stage and take all the shit off, they were just regular dudes. Yeah. And they could walk around, and, like, most people have no idea who they are. We knew, so they were always very kind to us. And that meant so much to me. It was amazing. Yeah. So, anyway, there's there's all this about Gore. Um, so... M- m- these amazing guys, uh, Mike Dirks and and Casey Orr, walk up and they have these like bags of just their booty that they found, you know, at oh, various shit. record stores and stuff. Okay. Just cool shit. And um, we start talking to them, and we're like immediately bum- like accosting them. Like there's like five or six of us, like take pictures with us and sign shit and all these things. And I have this picture of me with Casey Orr, the bass player, and he is holding up his like what he found and he found a laser disc of cannibal ferox okay so it's this wild movie that came out after cannibal holocaust and they look very similar and it's a it's you know it's this age of you know late 70s early 80 cannibal slasher you mm-hmm. know movies and the the cover is like foresty shadowy figures half naked gorgeous blonde woman like being killed on the front uh, machete stuff like huh. that so you're like oh okay uh, so it's literally in the picture that i have and i i have that picture i gotta give you all these pictures so we can put yeah i was gonna the, say on, like on the thing I, I want those i know the picture of you with dave yeah um we're gonna share all those on the on the instagram i want yeah. all those up because i have yeah. i have the pictures from the, this exact story that i'm telling you yeah too, and i have that picture of casey with this so we take pictures they sign all of our stuff the same way that the rest of the band was so gracious, these two guys are like super incredible and sweet. And Casey's like so stoked that he found this movie. And I'm like, dude, what is that? 
he proceeds to tell me all about insane cannibal movies and how he's like a collector of these like underground crazy movies and of course the guys from fucking guar are into these insane underground things they were part of the inspiration for what made guar of course so they're like yeah you know we're we're into all this gnarly wild stuff he proceeds to give me this history lesson on all these things and he tells me about cannibal holocaust and i go okay that's not the movie you have right here he goes "No, no 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 he's like it's similar he's like cannibal holocaust is like the movie yeah like that's the movie you got to find that one he's like that's the one all the other ones like they're knockoffs this was the first thing you know he's saying found footage before i think this is this is definitely before blair witch all this stuff yeah he's like yeah man this is gnarly this is crazy like it's italian you know it's 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 insane you got to see this movie so i'm a young 14 15 year old impressionable kid i see one of my heroes telling me you know, his character name in, in Guar is Beefcake the Mighty. And Beefcake the Mighty is telling me, dude, you have to see this movie. You have to hunt this thing out. <laughs> this became a personal quest of mine. Because I'm like, I love these guys. They're gnarly. I got to see a movie that they say is like too gnarly. I find it, Andy. Jeez, man. I find this movie. I did not find it at my video store. No. <laughs> I did not find it. <laughs> Mr. I, Mr. Chen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did not I did not see it over, over there. Uh, you know, rest in power. <laughs> you know, they're not they're no longer with us. But no, I did not see it there. I discovered this movie <clears throat> at a weird place called Frank and Sons Collectibles. All right, yes, dude. exactly. Which is, uh, I don't even think it exists anymore. Maybe it does. Who I, knows? I think it's still out there. Is it okay? I, I off the sixty freeway in in like uh, Wal- going, Walnut or yeah. Roman Heights or something like that. Going out there towards San Bernardino and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's way out there, and apparently now it's way expensive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's I went. Not, yeah, I went for the first time, and this was before like we started going, and yeah. like it made it a thing. This is like my, my first time there, and I went again no internet <laughs> i'm just like searching i'm basically asking the gnarly dudes at my local record store who i'm friends with yeah and I love like have you guys heard of this movie oh yeah totally you can't find it anywhere you know this, you're not gonna find it here you're not gonna find it there so i go uh through asking around and everything and i go to this w- warehouse with no signage yeah. no nothing uh my mom takes me and in there <laughs> is this like the world of figurines and you know D&D like actual like dudes are just there playing D&D and people are trading cards and there's then also all this like there's bootleg shit everywhere yes. like shirts and and videos and stuff and there's a million VHS tapes a million of them and like 20 booths that are just VHS tapes and it's like everything it's like they had like I, I want to say it was like the Tommy Lee Pamela Anderson video mm-hmm. like everywhere they had insane amounts of porn and they were like they don't give a shit they'll sell it to anyone and there was and it was all out in the open i was i I still remember that like in front of my mom i'm like ah we can't even walk by this stuff i want to go ask these dudes because these would be the guys that would have it (laughs) the guys that have the porners are gonna have exactly and thank goodness there was like a booth where they were selling like disney pins so my mom was busy like looking at like old vintage Disney stuff, <laughs> and I the ran Disney over pin, what happened. Yeah, yeah. The Disney pin guy had so many Cannibal Holocaust. Check out this goofy one. Yeah. Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, over here, dude. Yeah, over here. Come on. Uh, but I like ran Caddy Corner and I asked one of the dudes. I'm just like, hey man, I'm looking for Cannibal Holocaust, and he was like, oh yeah, blah 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 has a bunch of them, and it was this it was this dude who had a bunch of professional wrestling figurines. <laughs> 
no joke. He had a, he had professional wrestling figurines, a million heavy metal bootlegs, like concert bootlegs, and then he had what had to be twenty copies of Cannibal Holocaust, <laughs> like ready for me. VHS. He's like, here you go, dude. And again, I'm like 15 years old, <laughs> max. Are you are you then doing like the thing where? You know, you would you would buy condoms, so you you're also getting like a bag of chips and this and that. Did you go and buy like, all right, I'm gonna get hacksaw Jim Duggan, and uh, let me get Anthrax at uh, the Roxy, and uh, also Cannibal Holocaust. Absolutely, Andy, because <laughs> my mom took me, so I spent entirely too much money. I think I spent all of my money, which yes. was maybe probably like eighty dollars, because everything was a fortune. I think Cannibal Holocaust cost me forty five dollars. Yeah, but I also got. Slayer live in Brazil. Okay. And I got, it's funny, I got Anthrax at the Troubadour. Hey! You were pretty damn close, though. Just down the street. Exactly. <laughs> I got those two, and I sandwiched them in between, and I got it, and I was like, thanks, man, you're rad. And I, like, immediately ran back to my mom before she walked by any of, like, the porno stuff and yeah. thought that I bought porn, and I came back, and I was just, like, super excited to tell her about the other things. Yeah. And I was like, Mom, oh my gosh, like this guy had concert bootlegs. That's so cool. And she's like, Well, honey, like the bootlegs that you know, they're probably not good quality. You know, hopefully you didn't spend too much. I'm like, no, 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 no. They were twenty bucks. Was, you know, it's totally cool. And I was like, Yeah, and I had got this like awesome zombie movie and stuff. And she's like, Oh, fun, cool. Yeah. Again, it's been well established. Mom was totally cool with all that. Yeah. You know, so she's like, Oh, great, awesome. Oh, you know, I <laughs> I got a pin for your sister. I'm like, Cool, we should go. Yeah, you know? let's get like, out of here. Yeah, let's let's jam. I want to go home and see this movie. Exactly. So then this is this is a, a, you know I, I guess I had to be fifteen because at this point I had a TV in my room. Okay. So get home, throw the 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 uh, like I've I found it. I'm I'm like taking a moment to like breathe it in and be like whoa. And it is a it is a blank VHS tape that that has Cannibal Holocaust written in Sharpie. Fuck. Okay. Put this movie on. I have no idea what I'm gonna see, and I proceed to see this movie, and it is so disturbing. And yeah. I'm like, I'm grossed out. Also, I neglected to mention this detail. My friend Casey Orr from Guar told me it was real. Yeah, oh, no. Told me that like, yeah, parts of it are like a movie for sure, but all the like the footage and stuff all real because he knew I'm gonna fuck with this kid, and he probably thought I'd never find it because it was so hard to find. But see. So I'm watching this, and then when it shows all the found footage stuff, I'm a dumb teenager. Yeah. I don't know anything. I'm watching it, and I'm like, holy shit, this is real. Yeah. And I started feeling like sick to my stomach, Fudge. and I couldn't finish the movie. I was like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Oh, I couldn't finish the movie. And, uh, and I'll admit to everyone listening, I pussed out. I found out shortly after that it was fake. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say I like talked to someone at Tower Records. W- what that did to me was... I saw like that marketing could be a thing mm. and I was like, Oh shit. Like the movies, whatever, but like it was the story yeah. that made it incredible. It was the hype around the whole thing that have, has made it a thing that made me a kid hunt this thing down, spend like months of my life. I'm sure, yeah. you know, looking for this thing where I found it and I found it. And now I even want a better copy of it. This movie that's terrible that I should never, ever watch again. Yeah. <laughs> but I want this thing because I want to I want to have the coveted. And here's the most extreme movie. You know, here's this thing. So uh, that that kind of like blew me away. So there, there's the story of how I saw it. And I can tell you more about how it effed me up. But uh, Andy, I'm curious to know who let you watch this movie. 
my friends. So, man, Gabe, that number one fantastic story, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I, before we get into mine, um, when you did you ever meet the Guar guys again and tell um, Casey, Casey, hey, I saw it, and like, were you ever able to follow back with him? And he's like. Yes. Oh shit, kid. Good yes, job. and it was clear like he did not remember telling oh, me at fuck. all. Damn. At all. I mean, but he was he was nice and was like, "Yeah, isn't that movie badass?" Okay. Like that's super cool. So we had like that moment, but he didn't like remember telling me about the whole <laughs> thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, so going going to me, you know. So to be to be completely honest, I avoided this movie as long as I could, mainly because everything that we've talked about, you know, it, we had the the whole uh animal stuff in it that's mainly the main reason why i've always avoided i'm like man you know what i don't need to see a turtle get ripped apart or her yeah uh, snakes a monkey get its head get, oh, cut off, cut off. It's so I, sad a, a rat thing get gutted and i don't need to see this i'm good you know yeah, yeah. i'll be all right so i avoided as long as possible and you know i i knew the whole thing the whole story about them going to to court and everything, and them having to come out. I knew all the controversy about it, so yeah, I was like, yeah. "Okay, I kind of know what this movie is about. I have the idea of what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to seek it out." And then I had this this dirtbag friend of mine, basically that I started a podcast with, um, and then he wanted to do an episode on Cannibal Holocaust, and I was like, "God, I gotta, I gotta watch this movie finally for my audience." So the who is Gabe Martinez. You are the one that let me watch this movie. <laughs> so oh, you're welcome. I I have not seen this movie in 37, 38 years, however old I am. Uh, <laughs> it's fun. You, you forget. Yeah. 37. Uh, I'm 37. <laughs> uh, I, I avoided this movie as long as possible. Because of all those things. And now, Gabe, you have done it to me. I have watched this movie. And yes, absolutely. I am traumatized. I, I, <laughs> it was one of those things where I'm watching it. And I'm like, okay, I know what happens. They're going to rip this thing apart. Do I want to watch it? Uh, why did I watch it? I did. I could have I could have known what's going to happen. I didn't need to see this shit. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also watching it kind of from like a scientific thing. You know, yeah. where I'm like. Oh, that's what the inside of a turtle looks like. I know. Oh, interesting. I thought it was just like a couch in there, like a it just little goes house. In and hangs yeah, out. yeah, it goes yeah. in. And I've seen yeah. cartoons. Yeah, there's like a, a three bedroom apartment inside a, a shell. Oh <laughs> yeah. no, there isn't. No, there's not. There is not. And oh, apparently a turtle can live without its head for a while. Yeah, for a good long while uh, to fan- really gross you the fuck out. Fantastic. Yeah. Why the fuck did I eat my lunch while I'm watching this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> uh so absolutely. Yeah. I'm 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 traumatized in my adult being now from this I'm sorry. This this graphic movie. But you know, me being with a plethora of knowledge and know so much film stuff now. I didn't have the whole thing where I'm watching it like with the with the camera crew getting chopped up by the uh the indigenous people and everything going like oh man that's real i'm like nah <laughs> yeah it's just a movie that's totally all, fake all totally fake the yeah. only stuff where i thought was real and i'm i still don't know was like all this stuff with like the other they're showing the other documentary stuff where like they're yeah like, where they're shooting all the people and stuff and like loaded in the dead bodies i'm like oh wait was that shit real because <laughs> that sure as fuck looked like 
That looked real, kind of. That looked really real. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's just a war documentary that they just threw in here too. I think so. Cool. I, I think so. And I and you know, in typical uh, who let you watch that uh, <coughs> format, zero research on my end. I. You know what? I am going on. This movie is fake. I am not going to look up to see if that's just war footage that they threw into the, this movie. Yeah. I don't need to know. It's all fake. Yeah, it's all fake. It was all pretend. Except so. for the turtle and those animals. Yeah, except for the turtle and the other animals. That was very <laughs> real and awful. Well, yeah, I'm sorry that uh, that I subjected you to this, but uh, but it's a thing. It's, it's a it's, thing that I saw. It's you know what, and it's it's that cult movie that I'm. You know what, I'm finally glad. I'm happy that I watched it. But man, just to go from you hunting down this movie, searching high and low to track down this movie. Yeah. I watched this movie just on my laptop on Shutter. I know. It was just there. It's available. It's ready to go. <laughs> Isn't that wild? It's so crazy. <laughs> I pay $45 a year. I was I was able to watch so much. Yeah. I can watch this. I can watch whatever the fuck I want. It's yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> Quick plug for Shutter, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shutter's Shutter's rad. Yeah. I think uh, I I did the math and I believe the VHS cost $45 and that DVD right there was $15. So I have spent $60 on this movie. <laughs> so I've spent more than you have for a year of streaming all kinds of other things. I that's where I watch Hellraiser too. So There you go. Yeah. Guys, shutter.com use our promo code who let you drink this. Uh, <laughs> who let you drink this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so want to get into the rewatch? We want, yeah, we got to get into the rewatch because uh, there, there was or, beyond what I discussed, there was no additional uh, scarring or anything like that. I, I mean, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe. I mean, uh, I think it would have been way worse if I hadn't have found out so soon yeah. that it was fake. Like, I think I had a few blissful months of thinking, like, I'm the most hardcore dude on earth because I saw this gnarly movie and. I and I have it, and I'm I'm so tough. Did you ever own any of the stuff that was was real, real like the Face of the Death stuff? Did you own any of those movies? I I owned one because uh, my uncles they had one, and I like, gave it to you. Yeah, I like I when my older uncle Jason was like moving out, he gave me a bunch of his old VHS tapes, and it no. was like Megadeth videos and and Slayer and Metallica, and then like Faces of Death and like. Uh, I want to say like Terminator and a few things like that. It was just like his old VHS things that he was like, "Oh, these are for kids," I yeah. guess. But yeah, <laughs> Faces of Death was one of those, and I watched it and was like, "Oh fuck, I'm never watching this again." Nope, no, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so that was a okay. That yeah, that was a one and done. But I did own it and I kept it for a long time because the artwork was so rad on the cover. Not sure. Yeah, yeah. you can just have that on your shelf and just replace the 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 VHS inside with I don't know. Bambi or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally anything else. Anything totally else. Fine. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, but yeah, let's get into this. Let's let's so, talk about the notes. You rewatched it. I watched it. Um, let's jump into it. Okay, it starts off with the most pleasant music. <laughs> it's so I forgot a hundred percent all about that. So I'm watching it with the music, and I'm like, maybe this movie isn't going to be as bad as I thought. <laughs> Do you have my notebook? What the fuck's going on? Because <laughs> that's literally my first note. It's just it opens with just such beautiful music, and yeah. I'm like, I literally have the note. How bad can this be? <laughs> yeah, it's like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I'm just like, yeah, I'm into this. This will be fine. This is not that bad, man. Yeah. And then you meet these kids and the the crew, and man, they're sure talking a lot of shit. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. They're oh, doing yeah. they're doing the whole like we're badass. 
nothing bad's gonna happen to us. So yeah. you immediately know something bad's gonna happen to them. Everything bad is gonna happen to them. They, yeah, they are. When they find the first human remains, so where I, I I'm I'm jumping ahead. You you're welcome to jump back. But this is um, oh what the hell's his name? He's in Professor Monroe. When he's like on the expedition, you know, we we explained what the premise of the movie is. But like when he's on this expedition and they find the first human remains, and it looks so real. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the guide is like. I recognize those teeth. That's blah, blah, blah. And you see like the bugs crawling in and out of the eyes and you're like, oh, fuck. And that was when like that was the scene on the rewatch where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to (laughs) suck. This is really going to (laughs) suck. Because that's followed up by, hey, we get meat for dinner. I caught a muskrat. That (laughs) that's where I have the note where, man, like so far, so good. Like. There's funky music. There's some cool stuff happening. Sure, a couple people got shot by the military. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) This is no worse than a Rambo movie so far. Right. And then you see this rat get cut the shit open, and it's screaming. Yes. And you go, (laughs) right. Oh, cool. They cut open a rat. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) There's the fucking turn. Yep. That's where I just wrote, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> dot dot dot. It's just oh, it's all going downhill fast from here. This yes. is where okay, now I'm gotta be on my toes for what this movie is gonna be. Cause yeah. this sucks. Yeah, exactly. And then honestly, what proceeds is is every five minutes something horrific happens. Yeah. It just unfolds before you. So like shortly after that, that you know, they got good food in their belly, they got some good cocaine up their noses. The best cocaine. Yeah, the best. You do it off a knife in the jungle, the best. The next morning, they get to see adultery punishment. You get to see this woman, oh my gosh, just penetrated by a rock, and it's fucking horrific. Yeah, the the amount of like graphic detail that is shown that looks like this woman was actually penetrated by this big like rock sharp dildo thing, and then... Beat to death with, with a, it. Oh, with a, oh no no we missed a part where her vagina is oh. completely yeah yeah exactly we can't even talk about this guys it's awful it's I don't want to I don't want to retell the things because I want this to be a fun podcast yeah suffice to say that the stuff that we said so far is the least of what happens to her I'm just saying it's not stuff that she should be doing to <laughs> to a vagina you guys it's, it's not it's not she should be treating it with respect and Re- dignity exactly exactly as all human beings that have ever been or ever will be have passed through the legs of a woman we should look at that place with reverence yes we should absolutely. really we really should women whether you've birthed a child or not you are magical and, and fabulous yes. and we respect you we respect all women. Ruggiero Diodato um, fucking doesn't. <laughs> Gianfranco uh, Rigatoni. Did you just have an aneurysm? Are you okay? No, no, I, I was trying to yes and and I yeah. fucking fell off a cliff. Rigatoni works. You know me, man. Italian's my weakness. If I have one weakness, it's the Italians. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the Italian language, I should say. The Italian say. language, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're, you're no well, pushover for the people. You, yeah. You got them. Yeah, uh, it's gnarly. It's that gnarly. whole scene is insane. And he bashes her brain in with the the same rock that he did the dirty disgustingness with, and and they're just watching, man. Like, I, like, yeah. Hey, 
I know like a good documentary like crew, you don't get involved in everything. Yeah. Get fucking involved, man. Like yeah. <laughs> what are you watching? Like Yeah, he's like, Well, if he didn't do that to her, then you know, they would have killed him back in the tribe. Just kill him. Just kill them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot the woman. Put her out of her misery. Because at that point, there's no coming back. You Dark. know, it's yeah, it's awful. And that's that. That's where I saw that scene as the turn because yeah. killing the muskrat was horrific. And you're like, oh, they just killed a real life thing. Yeah. Um, but then the, the that scene, yeah, because it looks so real. It looks so real. It looks so fucking real. Yeah, and you go like. Oh shit! This movie is all about stuff like that, and I'm gonna see insane stuff. And it wasn't just like the cannibals in this movie don't just like hit you with a rock and you're done. No, they're they're flaying flaying each other. They're putting things up everybody's yeah. butthole or vagina, ripping things out like, and all with crude stuff. And and the way that it's shot is so like. In there it's, and picking up. Oh, it's just gnarly. It's insane. Why do we do this? Oh, because we're because we love our listeners. Because we because <laughs> it's the trauma of youth. It is the trauma of youth. The trauma I, of watching it as a thirty-seven-year-old man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was fifteen, but uh, you know, too young, too young, man. And then so instead of like sneaking off, so they they. They watch the woman get destroyed. Yeah. And instead of like, all right, we're going to follow him. Let's do it. Homeboy just gets up and like fires off a couple rounds. I have the same note. I just like, what was the point of any of that then, dude? Yeah. Like, you- <laughs> yeah, if you didn't sit quietly and watch to then sneakily follow him, no, you just announced yourself. Yeah. Again, this is, this is hell's coming with me. Yeah. This is just like Tombstone. You're losing <laughs> the element of surprise. And now you're just like, okay, cool. We've spooked the guy. Let's run after him and and find out what's up. Fire off a couple hip shots and go for it, dude. Yeah, insane. N- made no sense to me. I'm like, what? What was to be gained by doing that? Man, um, to jump back just a little bit, I yeah. was ready. I was ready for the graphic violence. I was ready for the the insane everything, man. The thing that I wasn't ready for was the amount of dude dick in this movie, man. There's- <laughs> <laughs> that is that is my note here. Uh, a little further down is so much dong in this movie. Yeah, you know, it, hey, all the power to the dong. You know, like w- w- in all these movies, there's always some boobies going on. You know, yeah. some bush. Sh- sure, why not? Let's let's have a little bit of dick action going on. But it was just like one of those things where I'm like, oh fuck, okay, so there's just dick in this movie. Like there's a, there's wall to wall dick in this movie. <laughs> just with the dude where he he just like. <laughs> He gets naked and he just has like his captive dude with him. He's just there naked and they're firing the darts at him and they're all just landing there. It's like, where the fuck is like this cut dude just like flashing his dick at him? Like, yeah. oh, he's, sh- he's showing him that he's a warrior. Like, what the fuck? Like, he's just yeah. there naked. Yeah. He's going to get one of those fucking darts in the dick. Uh, that's exactly what I thought. I've seen the movie and I was like, that poor kid's going to get a dart in his dick and that just is going to re- be terrible. Just right into the pee hole. Oh, oh. Oh yeah, it's uh it's insane. It's very surprising. Uh which is which is crazy because at this point you've already seen Bush yeah. multiple times. But for some reason I'm like, well, it's like 70s Bush. Yeah. So it's actually like the vagina's more covered. <laughs> it's actually more <laughs> you know? covered than any Yeah. And than any underwear we see today on uh on the Instagrams. Exactly. Ugh. Promiscuous girl. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> what song was that? That's the that's the that's Nelly, a Morrissey song, right? It's, it's absolutely a Morrissey. Song. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking it's, pervert Morrissey. It's Nelly like... Potato and Timbaland. Oh, yeah. We're gonna. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great song. It's the, it's the words to live by. Anyway. Miscuous girl. Your teeth. And then, me. then the professor jumps in the river. <laughs> the professor's like, I I, I decided did. that I was gonna be one of them and show them that I could do things. So he gets totally naked <laughs> and he just has his dick out and then like five naked <laughs> They're immediately on board. They, they, they're like, Woo what? and they run out and they're splashing and playing and you literally see one of the gals just like reaches over and just starts tugging on his dick and you're like what am i about to see what's happening here what happens in this movie now and i love that they like kept that in because he even seems a little surprised but he's like i'm gonna go with it he doesn't like batter away or nothing he's like all right and then he that he focuses on her and he does this weird move where like okay i'm gonna be playful too and he just then goes (laughs) <laughs> under the water and up and i'm just like is he just like both hands squeezing ass or just both hands right up her vagina <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> what is happening because she's under the water for a minute and then they all run off and it's playful and, <laughs> and the two guys that are watching are just like oh shit we should hide yeah <laughs> and they hide for a minute i i just think yeah that's that's what everyone everyone was just like we need to get we need to have an orgy like the tree people are yeah. having because we just, see the tree people shortly afterwards, and they're getting down doing some weird <laughs> shit, my friend. <laughs> it's oh my gosh! It's just it's just stuff that I was not ready for, and just yeah, Dick getting played with. Dick Dick is again women. We commend you because Dick is frightening yeah. and weird. Yeah, and to see it in a movie is just. I mean, I see one every single day. <laughs> and you know what? It's still alarming when you see it on film. It really is. Let alone multiple dicks happening left and right. And no one wants to see it. No, nobody wants to see it. But put on a little sheath. Put yeah. on a little grass skirt. We don't need that dick. What a great move it is to win over a chief than to give him a switchblade. Yeah. It's honestly they're they're like we need to think fast. We got to win these guys over. They don't trust the white man. The coolest fucking thing you can ever give someone is a switchblade. <laughs> so they're like, "This is how it works." And the chief immediately freaking flips the switchblade on all of his people, and they're like, "Yeah!" yeah! They get all excited. They're like, "Fuck yeah!" Switchblades are rad. <laughs> it's 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 universal. A universal truth, man. That first time you have a knife, I need to get my knife fixed, man. It's the the belt hinge or whatever. The belt uh, thing is broken, so I can't clip it on my belt or anything like that i just want to flick them out right now oh yeah yeah you just oh, gotta flick a knife yeah. damn it it just feels great i can't wait till i can give my boy a knife oh dude you dude. give the you give the boys a knife yet uh they're five so uh tomorrow yeah Fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's right uh, uh the the yeah the the painted black tribe of the tree people with their murder orgy where they're having like really graphic dog sex on the ground (laughs) while also like ripping a woman apart and like about to drown someone insane insane absolutely insane yeah yeah (laughs) well uh so they they go to that village and they they get to drink marshmallow fluff 
<laughs> they're just making a bunch of marshmallow fluff. They're going to have looks, some s'mores. It looks delicious. Also messy, but yeah. you're like, ah, they're having fun. They're just sticky goodness, you know. Yeah. And man, this is a camp I want to go to, you yeah. know. It's, like, it's fun. Everyone's titties are out. Everyone's titties are out. If you want your dick out... Go for it. Go for There's it. There's no, no problem there. It's going to get played with. Absolutely. <laughs> They're eating gigantic fish, marshmallow fluff, or each other. Oh, yeah. There's no other there's no other speed. It's like we drink marshmallow fluff, we eat great big giant fish, like huge fucking fish. They're bigger than children or each other, but only if someone does something bad, which we don't know what it is, but at some point our boy Professor Monroe and his team, they eat the liver of a dude. Of a dude, <laughs> man, and you put yourself in those sort of situations. I I'm watching that I'm like, man, if you're with a tribe and they give you a liver, you got to take a bite out of this fucking liver or that's going to be maybe your liver next, you Yeah, know? exactly. Or when you yeah, when you go to sleep, you're waking up on a spit. Yeah. Like so, yeah, you do it. I thought the same thing, yeah. dude. I watched that and I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. Like I I started feeling a little bit of anxiety. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna have to do that one day, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and uh, poultry, man. And I hear a lot like chicken. Like if I if I'm cooking with chicken, I probably cook my chicken too much because I'm scared of chicken. I'm scared of salmon salmonella. Yeah. If I'm eating just a raw human liver, <laughs> fuck, dude. I'm I'm. It's gonna be gross. But then on the back end of that, I'm gonna be like, I'm I'm gonna get sick. I'm gonna have poop butt later. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the jungle, and you're gonna you're not only gonna have diarrhea, like. The diseases yeah. that exist in a in a human <laughs> in a human liver, yeah. the the filter, yes, exactly. <laughs> We're eating that, yeah. And it was a dude that lived mm. in the jungle. That guy's got jungle madness in his liver <laughs> and cocaine and so much cocaine. Well, the cocaine hopefully will help it go down. Hopefully, hopefully, man. <sighs> I mean, that's that's when, yeah. I mean, but you have to do it. I mean, he looked over at the guide and he's like. What do I do? And the guide gives him the nod, like you're gonna fucking eat that you liver, bro. Eat that liver, man. What, yeah. Don't don't even don't embarrass don't, me. Don't question this even. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. Why like, did you come here? Yeah. We're eating this liver. Yeah, dude. That's why we're here. <laughs> we already found out everyone's dead. Eat the liver. You'll get their their film canisters. Everything's gonna be fine. Just like a little bug cruising yeah. around on that. That's <laughs> Sorry about that. It's all right. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so a knife is a great gift to. To give to people. Yeah. The second greatest thing that you can give as a gift is, dude, the gift of music, man. You bring out your tape recorder, you start just playing that fire track. Yeah. And just everyone is getting down on that. Oh, 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 or however the song went. I don't remember. That's, that's pretty sure that's yeah. how it went. Oh, 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 and they all come out and they're all chanting it and they're just all about this fucking song dude. they don't react to his pistol being fired yeah. they don't react to his demands it's when they hear that oh 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 yeah the right stuff and dude they, they all just go like, what the fuck is that <laughs> it reminded me of the dave Chappelle sketch where it's him and john Mayer, and <laughs> they 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 go like what happens to to you know different, the different races when you play their music yeah. and you know they play the the music for like they play like blues or jazzy type stuff for white people and they're awkwardly dancing and they're in a barbershop yeah. and, and everybody's just getting yeah. down 
<laughs> it reminded me of that that he's like playing this and everyone's just like woo just, <laughs> just get it down the, he starts down. singing through the microphone for, yeah. the, for the latinos <laughs> exactly yeah yeah exactly. dave chappelle be on the podcast oh uh, dave chappelle we love you dude you're great <laughs> Play the fight song. Yeah. And Eddie starts playing the punk riff and they all start <laughs> Yeah, they all start beating each other up. Oh, that's a great skit. It really uh, is. Uh, and anyway. I immediately thought about that. I'm just yeah. like, that's what he's doing, man. <laughs> it's the same bit. <laughs> playing the, it's the same bit. Chappelle ripped off Cannibal Holocaust, man. You can see it across his world. <laughs> <laughs> always. He's always doing that turtle stuff. <laughs> it's classic turtle bit. Yeah. Chappelle, be on the podcast and defend yourself, man. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty rad. I thought that was really funny and how they, they just, got into it. They just went absolutely wild, man. They went absolutely hog wild. And they're just. Oh, yeah. They fucking loved it. They yeah. haven't heard that shit before. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine, like, you've, you've never heard anything other than just, like, people moaning yeah. and, like, birds chirping and shit. And then all of a sudden, someone's like, Michael Jackson's bad. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what? Your mind would be blown. You know, Dude. you hear that Van Halen solo. You're just like, what <laughs> is happening here? This is amazing. <laughs> and and yeah, and then, you know, cut to, and then I got all the fa- canisters because <laughs> they thought that I, if I could do that, then I could steal their souls. And uh, so then, yeah, I guess that made me a god to them. Yeah, I guess know? I'm just a god now. Yeah, it's cool. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I have patches on my sleeves. It's, it's cool. <laughs> when we transition into New York and we meet the BDC people for the first time, and we're talking, we're, we're sitting with the editor, and the editor is talking to Monroe, <laughs> and he's basically saying, like, yo, the stuff you're about to see is going to be pretty gnarly. And he literally says... Yeah, this this crew, they're a real crew of clowns. And then we see them getting ready to go on their expedition. And we see our girls bush <laughs> all day. And then everyone being silly and just like talking about sex and all this stuff and everything. And then he goes, they're real professionals. <laughs> <laughs> I have the same exact note, man, where it's just, they're farting around their fucking... Dicks are out. <laughs> yeah, dicks are out. Her vagina's out. Her titties are out. <laughs> and he ends the, with this. They cut back to the editor. Just like they're the best. Yeah, real professionals. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I and I had to go back and rewatch it. I'm like, is he being sarcastic? Like, is he like, no? It's it's a very earnest thing. Like, these guys are these guys were great. Yeah, the, these, the, these guys are the guys. These were the best yeah. professionals through and through. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're the editor. You've seen the uncut footage. Yeah. What are you? What? Yeah. Why is there any kind of reverence? Why are you giving them any kind of credit? They are, at this point, they are asinine. They're yes. insane. And it's like, hey, they're farting around. They've got, you know, they know they're going to have cabin fever. Fever. They know they're going to be unwashed. It's going to be gnarly and crazy. I get them playing around. That's when you can go to his first thing he said, where, you know, a real crew of clowns. Yeah. Totally fine. That's okay. But then he's like reverential and like real professionals. Like real professionals. the best of the best. Like they're amazing. <laughs> Dude, you know, and you're about to reveal it to us in, in 10 minutes. They are murderers. They are killing all these fuckers. Yeah. They're killing they're, they're men, awful women, and children f- to make a documentary. <laughs> like For their own fame and glory. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're the worst human they, beings to ever live. You know? <laughs> So uh, yeah, but real real professionals, best of the best. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I never caught that before. Um, 
when they are showing us the footage of uh, we we want to have the tor- the story told by the family. Yeah. And they go find Mr. Tommaso. <laughs> and this fucking guy is uh Alan's dad. Uh, yeah. And he and the the interviewer is just like, "Mr. Tommaso, we got to talk to you." And this guy is wearing overalls, <laughs> coveralls. And he's got a box of the most random shit. He has a box of like 10 other boxes. And he's like by the Brooklyn Bridge. And he's just like, I got to get back to work. And, it, and he's just like, Mr. Tommaso, tell us about your son. My son's a piece of shit. My son's good for nothing. He's lazy. Your son is like so important to the world and the world of media and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, my son's a piece of shit. And he's dead. I got to get to work. And they're like, one more question. And he's like, all right. <laughs> let me just hang on. And he like turns around. I got to carry this box of shit across the street. It's my job. What the fuck does this guy do? Dude, <laughs> it's New York of the 80s. That is true. This is New York of the 70s. Oh, movie was released in the 80s. You're right. It's even more insane. It's even more gritty. Yeah. New York was better in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what automation has done to the American working class it's it's taking away jobs. You used to be able to just walk up and down Broadway carrying a box. A box of stuff. And support a family of 12. That is true. That is true. <laughs> live in New York City. <laughs> now they have robots that carry the boxes. See what they've done. Yeah. Andrew Yang, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> this is all your fault. <laughs> Look what you've done to us, Elon. Yeah. <laughs> Farting around up in space. <laughs> We have real problems here. Mr. Tommaso, his box-carrying job is not existent anymore. Uh, we go from the, the happy-go-lucky Mr. Tommaso cursing his dead son's name to the real-life bur- uh, murder of a turtle, which is way too long of a scene. It is the, it's the longest-held scene in the entire movie. Yes. I, I think... The way it was, because so, no one wrote that, right? No one went, okay, and then they kill a turtle. Right. They were filming in the jungle. Yeah. And he's going, he went, fuck, man, what's inside of a turtle? It's like an apartment. No, that's not right. I, I've seen a cartoon, you know? I've already made the same joke. But it's, <laughs> he went, I want to kill a turtle, film it. And that's what happened. And they just film them killing I mean, at least they ate it, I guess is. Yeah, is yeah, better? yeah. I get, I get the sense that like, if you if you're in the jungle, you're killing a turtle and you're gonna eat it. Yeah, like you have to do that. It's you're gonna do that or you're going to die. Yeah, because you need to eat things. And you know that's that's just you know end of end of statement. Yeah. But when you're making a movie, you can opt to not film yeah. that. But I mean, it was it's clearly it's a conscious decision. And again. I'll cite my own personal experience when I first watched it. It scenes like that that make you go, this actually happened. Yes, absolutely. That, that sells, that's the prestige. That's <gasps> selling the the magic of the that's whole the thing. That's the bird in the cage. That's the bird in the cage, my friend. Or was that the turn? I don't remember. Um, we need to have, uh, what's his name, Alfred, tell us all about it. Michael Caine. What the fuck <laughs> was that? That was Michael Caine? <laughs> Michael Caine. You said Michael Caine, not Michael Caine. Michael Caine. If you say my cocaine, you're saying you're saying Michael Caine doing an impression of it. I didn't know that. Okay, well, my cocaine. <laughs> Sometimes I just want. I, re, I I mean, we have to record that. We we have to go back to doing the zooms where we record. We these gotta things figure out a way to get <laughs> so we can have people see you do those types of things where you go, my cocaine. <laughs> 
<laughs> it delights me to no end, so I want people to be able to see. We'll it. figure it out one day. We'll yeah. get this on video. One day, one day, we'll do it. We'll do it. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. but man, we talked about it with the liver. You gonna eat that turtle, dude? That turtle meat looked delicious, dude. After they barbecued it, yeah. yeah. Man, uh, that looked like some pulled pork. I know it. It actually did. It yeah. actually looked legitimately good. Everything up to that point was the most horrific thing I'd ever seen in yeah. my life. Uh, followed by, oh, fuck, man. Our guide gets bit by a snake. We better, real quick, murder the snake. <laughs> like, just fucking kill that thing in real life. Get it on footage first. Yeah, you know, exactly. Make sure you film me kill the snake. Yeah, and then it is, they literally chop its head off, and then the bitch steps on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, curse you. They amputate the guy's fucking leg. How real did that look, too? Dude, yeah. They amputate his leg, and then they're like, well, fuck, he's dead <laughs> because we chopped his leg off in the jungle. Oh, well. This 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 dude gets bit. This is their guide, and their guide didn't check his fucking boot. It's Rookie like, mistake, Exactly, dude. man. The cowboys have been doing that shit. For he, years. You know, he had too much of that good turtle meat. He, he's like, ah, this delicious turtle. I'm just going to take my boots off real quick and eat it. Ah, yummy. Uh, yeah. I, I'm in turtle heaven. He's, oh! All right, got to get these boots back on. Quick. Yeah. How did he not check his boot? Yeah, that's like, that's the thing you do. Yeah. I j- I'll be honest. I don't live anywhere near the jungle. People probably think we're recording this from the Amazon. We're not. Yeah. We're not. We're in Orange County, California, okay? (laughs) And you know what? If I leave my shoes outside one night, I check them the next day for spiders. Yeah. Or cockroaches. Or or anything. Anything anything that could be in there. Maybe it's a snake. I've never seen a snake in my yard. But you know what? It's never going to fucking get me because I'm going to always check my shoes. How does this dipshit not know to check your boots? You're a guide. He deserved he's, to die. He's the guy. Yeah, he deserved to die. Yeah, he, exactly. He fucked all of them. Yeah, exactly. It's his fault that they go burn the village and <laughs> rape that lady. Exactly. He would have been I, like, hey, this is I a keep, good idea. I keep forgetting that part because I'm blocking that out. Yeah. Like, it's just so, everything's, everything's so bad. Everything's so fucked up, man. Yeah, it's so bad. Oh, fuck. This movie sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, and then, yeah, my note is just then the crew deserved everything they got. Like, serious journalism, be damned. We're going to burn everything. Just, hey, let's just fuck up everything. Yeah. That's their movie? What the, what's this movie? They're trying to get the two tribes to fight each other, right? They're they're trying to, the the actual story is they're trying to make it appear as if the tribes are warring. Yeah. And the the lady from the BDC even compares it to, like, what we did in the U.S., in Cambodia, yeah. that we set all these fires and we did all this stuff. Uh, I, I, assuming that the Khmer Rouge wasn't a thing, she's yeah. saying like we fabricated all of that. Um, I don't know. It was like this weird political thing where I'm like, I think that's very wrong. I'm sure we did plenty of bad. Yeah, shit. we've done plenty of stuff. We, but we absolutely have. But like, remember Pol Pot was Pol Pot? Yeah, Cambodia. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Pol Pot and the Khmer Rouge. They're just yeah. mass genocide. And yeah. we had I mean, we might have we might have funded them. You know, uh, that's early maybe on. that's our ignorance, you know. Yeah, exactly. But I but I don't what I think she's referring yeah. to and the footage and everything, I doubt that our journalists went over there and were 
egging them on. <laughs> you know? I don't think that was a they thing. They didn't set up the whole killing fields and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that wasn't us that did that. I mean, again, we might have funded the whole thing, yeah. and that's just as bad, and shame on us, and America, like every country, has Deserves a, to fall. And wait, history. What, nope. What nope, was that? Nope. Love it or leave it. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> no, I'm saying we've done our fair share of bad stuff, but I think the weird political stuff that she's trying to bring in to justify like the murders and yeah. everything like that is so insane. It makes no sense. So New York was better in the 70s. It was. It really was. <laughs> yeah. She's coming from that sort of mind frame, though, where she's just like, have you been outside? It's a war. Yeah. Oh, it's gnarly. Um, and then, you know, we can, there's more horrific things. Yeah. I just, I have to point out the sex that the two white crew members have, hey. Alan and, uh, I don't know, what's Faye. her name? Faye. Faye. They have just like, they get down. They get dirty and down. Yeah. Like it's, it's some real, like, like, they really fucked, right? Yeah. Like it looked like they really fucked. And it's, it's, it's definitely like late night, like, you woke up in the middle of the night and you're like, I had a sexy dream. We need to have sex right now. Fuck. In the middle of the day. Yeah. In front of the people that they just murdered half of their friends and family, yeah. including kids. They're like, we're just going to get our fuck on real quick. That was insane to me. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that, I mean, I mean, clearly the director wants to show like, oh, these people are the worst and they're deserving of the hell that's about to befall them. But that scene, I'm just like, how does that how could you even get it up like yeah. how can you be kind of turned on you know you're in the jungle too everything just you got smelly dick oh yeah there's bugs in your asshole yeah it's awful it's the worst time to get all sexy with your lady yeah no i mean even sex while camping is terrible yeah. you know it's just like it's yeah it's a mess no no none of that's good <laughs> definitely not in the fucking jungle yeah you know <laughs> at that point they've been there for I don't know, probably like four or five weeks. Yeah. It's like, no, man, you can smell that guy's dick from, you know. <laughs> from here. From here. Yeah. Exactly. From Orange County, California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can smell that dick. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, then, yeah, there's more horrific things. Did you have any other notes? Man, so, you know, they, th- th- I do have two more notes where they watched all the last footage. He's like, no, we can't release this movie because this shit and they they watch the end of the movie and everything uh where they just get all killed yeah and they're watching the the people from the b bdc i think it's bdc so the two executives are watching all the last footage where the whole crew gets torn apart and their heads are ripped off and their dicks are cut off yeah and they just they keep looking at each other like oh shit we can't we can't show this right and they just keep looking back at each other like oh no this kind of sucks yeah you know what we won't show this. This is it. This is the line. Even though these people are human pieces of trash, since they died, we won't show the movie now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were cool with all the other stuff. but <laughs> And then the very last note that I have is Homeboy Professor, they, he, he convinces them not to show the movie, and he walks out onto the streets of New York. And this movie ends with this, this philosophical lie where it's just like, hmm, I wonder who the real cannibals were. And then the movie ends, and you're just like, <laughs> it was the fucking cannibals. Where the, the, where the cannibals fu- were the real cannibals. I, they, they fucking ate each other. And they, yeah. ate, they ate all your friends. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we were the cannibals. Hey, we did some bad shit. They fucking, they fucking ate your friends. Dude. Yeah, yeah, they ate humans. 
That's the definition of a cannibal, man. Unless you're talking about the fact that you ate part of that liver, you're cannibal too now, dude. Yeah, I mean you're you're part of the club, bro. L- look inside, dude. Yeah, because you got definitely chuckled the seasons inside you. Yeah, you're carrying that with you. There's no there's no vaccine for that. No, oh no, no. That dude has diarrhea every day. Yeah, every day, and it's like bad. It's real bad. It's real bad. Yeah, it's like driving like road trip diarrhea. There like, was that that news report a little bit ago where the guy something happened where he came out of a coma and when he came out of a coma, he was uh pooping out of his dick and uh coming out of his butt. Um that's definitely what that guy has now at the jungle. I I miss that. Uh, you miss that story? story. Yeah, this guy woke up from a coma and uh <laughs> Something got crossed up, and now he pooped out of his dick, and he comes out of his butt. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to look this up. Look it up. I want to see this. I want to see this. That's insane. Brown was coming out of the front, and white was coming out of the back. Well, but, I mean, okay, but you're... Okay, even if you're very sexually active... A lot more pee than cum. Like the, this, it's like a ninety-nine anyway. to, to one percent ratio of pee to cum that comes out of your dick. You're saying exclusively well, it cum was, was coming out of his butt. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was cummies out of the butt. Okay, poopies out of the penis. Okay, where did the pee go? Out of his mouth? I think it was coming out of his eyes. <laughs> out of his tear ducts. Okay, now we're just being silly. But then he didn't go to the hospital for like a week and a half or something. I would be calling up the doctors immediately. Hey, uh, something's wrong. Yeah, you think? But, but like it was second... something like oh, two weeks and then he went back like, hey, something weird's happening. Yeah, it's so weird. I'm like, maybe the guy has the hugest urethra on earth and he's like, <laughs> yeah, just, oh yeah, it's fine. It it's, just it's thick, okay. It just thickened up his member and he yeah. was just like, damn it, this sucks, but it's so thick. Yeah, it's gigantic. Anyway, I don't I can't believe we found a way to get grosser on this episode. I, if there was a if there was an episode to bring it up, I thought this was the this one. This was the one. Absolutely. Okay. Gabe. Yeah. You saw this movie. Uh-huh. Come on, man. When are you showing it to them kids? Oh, man. I've thought long about long and hard about this one, and you know what? Never. Yeah. Never the end. <laughs> no explanation. No explanation. None needed. Yeah. None needed. <laughs> Never ever showing them this. Uh, Andy, you're the same. Fantastic. Absolutely. Nope. Not going to happen. That was that was just a trick. We have uh, an, uh, a police officer waiting outside, and if either one of us said we would, we would immediately be arrested. How would you... How would any parent show their kid this movie? It's uh, No. I'm, I'm going to pretend like this movie never existed. Um and once, kind of like the last one, if the kid wants to find it when he's listening to Guar, the whatever Guar's going on when he's fifteen years old, yeah, cool, yeah. do it, dude, yeah, go do it, go watch it with your dirtbag friends, yeah, exactly, <laughs> you, whatever. Experience it. I won't yeah. explain it to you. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna just think I'm this weird, unhip dad. Yeah, fine. Yeah, at least I'm not showing you this fucking movie. Yeah, exactly. I want nothing to do it. I can see me. Like spouting off about something, like as, as, especially like when they're teenagers and them talking about like, oh, it was the gnarliest movie and blah 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 blah, something like that. And I could see me being a shithead and saying, okay. like, oh, it's it's not like Cannibal Holocaust. And they'll be like, what? What? Yeah. Also, I do have the director's cut on DVD. 
and it's in my collection here. So at, at one point, they're going to get older and be like, Dad, what's this movie about? You know, you're right. They're going to see that, dude. Yeah. And I'm gonna, so that means I have to destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish this on anyone. Just throw so, it straight to hell. Yeah. I'll, I'll call up some Cenobites and take it away. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. There we go. We, uh, we talked about it. Andy, get us out of this stink. What do you have to recommend this week, dude? Man, I got, I got a comic book this week, dude. Oh, yeah? Uh, dude, I am reading this comic book right now. Uh, I'm in the first volume of it. It is a comic book by uh, uh, James Tynan the Fourth. Uh, he writes Batman and a bunch of other cool stuff. Uh, but he has Red. this series uh, called that. That's a couple years old now, but I'm just discovering it called "Something Is Killing the Children," and oh, it is badass. And you're supposed to get us out of this. And. It's scary, uh-huh. and and it's it's a it's a rad comic book. Apparently, it's being picked up by Netflix. So I wanted to oh. uh, mention it before uh, Netflix and stuff yeah. starts doing it. And you see it every single time that you log in because I'm it, the comic book series is the hot thing. It's the new Walking Dead, according to what my comic book shop was telling me. Um, so I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna start reading this, you know, and try to catch up. Um, it's about a world where monsters exist and. Only kids can see them, and so in that sort of world, yeah, there's there's monsters and they're killing kids, and uh, you meet uh, this this uh, this girl who is a a monster hunter herself, and she's going out there, and she's getting a little bit back, and she's getting some revenge on these monsters that have killed people that she you know knew and everything like that too. So it is graphic, it is violent, it is spooky. But it is badass. Uh, something is killing the kids. Read it before it becomes a Netflix special. That sounds awesome. Dude. Yeah, it's that's, that's, badass. That sounds really. And it's one of those things where spooky. in the in the comic series, it's like up to like volume twenty. Yeah. Um, so I, in like collected things, it's like four or five like trade papers now. So uh-huh. that's all I'm reading them, and then I'm gonna try to catch up to where it is like in the current thing. But it's it's so far it's it's rad. I'm digging it. Yeah, that sounds awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gabe, what do you have to recommend for us tonight? I wanted to recommend a light, delightful romp to <laughs> counteract some of the awful, just just juju that we put out in the world by doing <laughs> this episode. Um, so, if you have Hulu, if you're a fan of Steve Martin, Martin Short, mm. uh, they have a new series called Only Murders in the Building, okay. and it sounds like it's gnarly. Um, the The premise is there are these old has-beens and they're ridiculous and funny and silly um i mean steve martin is steve martin in everything i don't think he's ever played anything other than steve martin but uh they're paired with selena gomez (laughs) who i actually really like i've seen her in a few things and she's very fun um i think she's also you know a little one note sometimes too but she's but she's awesome i like the one note that she plays and uh, they're basically, they live in this really fancy apartment building in New York, and there has been a murder, and they start a podcast <laughs> to try to like solve it. And this podcast is kind of like, it, it, it brought these three unlikely friends together, and uh, this wild mystery unfolds, and it is so much fun. It's just <laughs> so much fun. I did not think I would like it half as much. I mean, I love... Steve Martin. I love Martin Short. I mean, they're from one of my favorite movies of all time, Three Amigos. Yeah. And 
this is such a fun show and it's uh you know it's a, a once a week on hulu thing so it's like i mean right if you're listening to it now you can probably binge the whole series but it's i've been watching it every week and it's been so much fun and my wife loves it and it's it's funny there's thrilling elements but they're always very fun and and kind of silly and nothing ever gets too dark or serious and uh, it's rad, and I love it. So it's called Only Murders in the Building. It's on Hulu, and uh, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. You should give it a watch. All right, you guys. We got to get out of here. Um, as always, uh, follow us everywhere. Follow us on all the things. Who let you pod? Cross the board on all the social media handles. Engage with us, you guys. We want to hear from you. Talk to us, my babies. Uh, send us an email at wholetyoupod at gmail.com. We want to hear what's going on. Hey. When did you see Kendall Holocaust? What's your story behind it? Why do you feel about turtle soup? Should it be back on the menu? Let us know. Oh, man. I am so tired of you reaching out to our fans only for the ulterior motive of discovering Shredder amongst them. <laughs> you just want to out Shredder and find out where he's been hiding. I know you're out there, you son of a bitch. He wants to dine on turtle soup. Sorry, again, inside baseball for <laughs> hardcore Ninja Turtle fans. I thought you were being serious right there. I was like, dude, stop recommending our <laughs> our social. Stop. I'm tired of all the followers. <laughs> we're not, and thank you. We thank love you. you. We love you guys so much. Gabe, you want to get us out of here, my friend? Yeah, dude. Uh, so this is, uh, this is your pals, Gabe Martinez and Andy Diaz, reminding you never to watch anything in front of a child unless it's a heartwarming tale underscored by a Simon and Garfunkel-esque guitar melody that helps you realize we are only passing through Mother Earth. We only tread upon her. We are born from dust and we will end as dust. And um, there's also this scene where they fuck up a turtle and it's like really disturbing. <laughs> but also Mother Earth. I just don't want anybody to eat me. Like that's all I just want. Just don't, yeah, don't eat anybody. Like that, don't eat anyone, don't eat us. Don't do that. Don't eat or be eaten. Yeah, just throw me in a trash can when I'm gone. Don't. Just don't eat me. Yeah, just don't do that. Personal request, Andy, I mean myself as well, but Andy called it first. Don't eat him. All right? Don't eat me. All right. I'm good too night. juicy. Juicy. Good night. You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician. Oh.